Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What is up, yeah. everybody? Welcome in. Good morning, football. We're live in New York City. They let me back in the building. Dude. It's crazy. I don't know what they're doing. Who is in charge anymore? I'm Colleen Wolf. Jamie Erdahl is out on vacation. Uh, we have Kyle Brandt. We have Peter Schrager. And no. we have Jason McCourty. Oh, my gosh, you guys. It's so nice to be here. It's so nice to have you. Have. You are such a vibe. And I can tell whenever Thanks. people come in here, you know, to fill in or fill a yeah. seat, they're out here an hour before the show starts. Just prepare. Colleen got here 12 seconds before the start. She's like, let's go! Let's and we like that about Let's do you. it. What could go wrong? That's let's see. Let's just see, guys. And with that, let's get into the lead, lead block. block. We got some news last let's night. Go. Ian Rappaport dropping some big Easter bombs, some news bombs last night, tweeting out along with Mike Garofolo and Tom Pelissero that Odo Beckham Jr. is heading to Baltimore on a one-year deal worth up to $18 million. Tom P. adding some details here. The deal can Consists of an almost $14 million signing bonus on top of a million dollar plus base salary, along with the $3 million in reachable incentives. So OBJ will make at least $15 million and as much as $18 mil. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for him there. Let's uh, let's unpack this a bit. How does the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. impact the Lamar Jackson yep. situation? It's interesting because the Jets were courting mm-hmm. Odell as well. And you saw the FaceTime image, how happy mm-hmm. they both looked in uh, on that screen. So let's talk about it a little bit. I, I, would, I would say this. As Odell was going through this whole process, Colleen, with other teams, there was one thing that was made certain, like, 
he wanted his money. Mm -hmm. He wanted his money. He wanted to go to a place that was going to be. He wasn't taking any hometown discounts, and he wasn't going to do it and say, I need to get that. Guess what? He has a ring. He's a Super Bowl champ. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Odell has this amazing luxury where he could say, I'm going to the highest bidder because I've waited a year already, and I want to get paid. Guess who's going to make the most out of any wide receiver who is on the free agent market this offseason? Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Yeah. He got his money. And he's going to a place where I believe – he has assurances that Lamar Jackson is going to be the quarterback. Yeah. I don't think Odell Beckham goes there just because of the money. I know that there were other teams in play, obviously, and you could say, well, he's got 15 million reasons why he'd go there, as every Twitter mouth breather has been yelling at me when I said last <laughs> night on Twitter that I Twitter. have a feeling that there, there's a re- <laughs> Look, his agent, Zeke Sendu, has done the rounds. Okay. The rounds. When I talk about... Go to the owners' meetings in Arizona two weeks ago and meet with teams. Let's talk about get Odell on the phone. Visit, and not just visits for a week. For close to a year, Odell Beckham has been talking to teams. They finally decide that Baltimore is the landing spot. And I have to think that Odell isn't waiting all this time and listening to all these pitches and talking about all these teams and discussing with all these players unless he has a good inclination that Lamar Jackson is going to be the quarterback. He's not going there to play with quarterback X, fill it in. Now, there are some other things here. People are like, well, he knows Todd Monken's offense. I don't think we're writing books about Todd Monken's year in Cleveland with Odell Beckham. But that was his last productive it season, was, Odell but it's Peter. Not like, wait like, a second. I'm going to, okay, I could play for this team. Wait, Monken is in Baltimore? Sign me up. No, I think it helps. The Monk Man got it the over the finish line. Helped. It helps. It certainly helps. Maybe so. And I also <laughs> would say that I'm like, Nothing is – you tell me today, like, well, Lamar told Odell that he was coming back, but then the next morning Lamar woke up and was like, yeah, actually, I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked either. We don't we – yeah, yeah. we can't predict Lamar's it's bad too decision. It's too mysterious at this point. <laughs> but I would say OBJ is not putting his name on that. Yeah, the money matters. Yes. And he told one team I know that I'm going to go to the highest bidder that actually yeah. can win a Super Bowl. And he did. But I also don't think he's going there on just this blind faith and trust that someone will throw him the ball. Yeah. And to your point, mm. even if he doesn't win a ring, there's nothing wrong with saying as a free agent, I'm going to whoever is going to pay me the most money. I think sometimes we look at players, oh, he doesn't care about winning because this team is – that's okay. For Odell Beckham earlier in this offseason, it was rumored, oh, he's looking for 15 to $20 million. And a lot of us scoffed at it like, well, he just sat out an entire year. Nobody's going to pay him $15 million. So shout out to Odell. OBJ because the Ravens are giving him 15 million with a chance to get close to that 20 million. And to Shrake's point, I don't think there was ever a chance that Lamar Jackson wasn't going to be playing football this year. I know we've talked about, hey, if they franchise him, he has a decision of whether he's going to show up or not. If we just look at the early part of his career, Lamar played with it only making $1 million as he was a star and MVP in this league, and he still went out there and played. Last year, he went out there and played without any assurances of his future. So I think there was never a point where, to me, Lamar Jackson's going to say, you know what, if we don't get a deal done, I'm just not playing football this upcoming season. But we don't know for sure how things are going to be settled between him and the Ravens. But, hell, it can't hurt to add a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., somebody that has been a really good receiver in this league. Whether he'll get back to that 1,000-plus-yard season that he's had in the past, who knows? But I think on top of that, this is somebody that Lamar Jackson has a relationship with. And we all know, whether it's on the football field, whether it's in life, when you can do things with people you genuinely like and you can trust – 
it makes it better going forward. Mm. When you can walk into the building and know your receiver in the room next to you or sitting next to you in the team room is someone you love and trust, yeah, it's a lot more fun going to battle with this guy each and every day in practice and each and every week during the game. So I think for the Baltimore Ravens, you bring a guy in like Odell Beckham, we can look at it and be like, all right, this guy has major injuries. He hasn't had a productive season in a few years. But at the same time, if he is an added friend to Lamar Jackson and a veteran in a receiver room mm -hmm. with some young guys in Bateman and Duvernay, mm -hmm. who knows where it can go? Who knows where it could go? It's very exciting news yeah. because Odell is very famous and that's great and it's exciting for us and you get to put him in the Ravens jersey and that's all awesome. And I'm happy for him because he made a lot of money. I don't look at it though as this Ravens mic drop. They just closed the deal on Lamar. Yeah. Come on. If you're Lamar and you have, if nothing else, strong conviction and you are really dug in and you've been sitting here for two years, like, nope, 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 nope. Are you really going to say, well, now that you've signed a 30-year-old celebrity wide receiver who's on the backside of his career and hasn't played in a year and a half, I'm in. Never mind. Yeah, let's go. Screw everything I've been standing for and fighting for. I'll take the lesser money. I don't see it that way. And if you did, you're taking the bait. You're taking the cheese. Stand for what you stand for. It's not as if, guys, let's, let's not pretend they went out and got him Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey last night. This is not going to be like, oh, my God, 2023 Odell. It's Jerry Rice reincarnate. He's a nice player. He's probably a number two wide receiver on most rosters in the league. And that's very friendly and great that they're friends, Jason. Peter, I, I hear the word. I'm like, assurances. Ugh. Yeah, that is a gross word. We'll, we, don't we have a very good feeling that Lamar will be here. Do you? Haven't you felt that way for two years? And he's gonna he's gonna just drop everything he stood for. I, I just don't see it that way, and I don't think he should. Lamar, don't take a dollar less because Odell is on the team. Oh, yeah. Of course, okay? not I a dollar I... less. And if he's sitting there and be like, "We're friends," and ah, I'm tired of doing this, I'm gonna go play football. Fine, but then there's a long, long wait for this, and I just don't know the motivation here. Because Peter, I'm hearing he wanted money, okay, but he also it's very important. For, well, which is it? Did you want money? Because then just go, and who cares if Lamar is there? I just, this thing's all over the map, and um, I don't like it pegged in any way. You look at it as in silos, like, that's one signing, and then you've got the Lamar thing, and the two of them have nothing to do with each other. Isn't there part of Lamar's, like, oh, it's 18 million bucks I'm not getting. Possibly. Right? Yeah. Like, what, what the heck, guys? If you're it's, Odell, yeah. why are you signing with them if you don't know that Lamar is coming back? Just most you money. don't know. Just I, mean, I guess, that's, well, it is all about the money, and it's yeah. still all about the money for Lamar. So mm -hmm. that might not change his outcome or what he's going to do mm -hmm. at this point. But I'm just happy. You know, I, first of all, I think let's just let have the Ravens fans, let them have this. Mm -hmm. Let them be happy about it. It's exciting. They haven't had a good season. wide receiver, yeah. even if it is Odell. Even if we haven't seen Odell play at his best in many, many years. The Ravens, they've been dealing with their best wide receiver last year was Demarcus Robinson, who had 458 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Of course, Mark Andrews is their tight end, and that's yeah. their best pass catcher. But still, let them have have this I'm happy that the Ravens are excited about it that his new teammates are excited about it saw some tweets flying around What's last night Marlon Humphrey okay. he's uh he's very pumped about this so he tweeted this uh you know want to be best friends and win a Super Bowl let's get it he also had tweeted something a few I think it was maybe a couple weeks ago a couple months ago he kind mm. of was a little clairvoyant about the whole situation and predicted it a little bit maybe mm. he willed it to happen but this is nice because I'm just glad Mm-hmm that they buried the hatchet, these two. Yep. Back in 2019, when Odell was with the Browns, they were throwing punches. Mm. Odell lost an earring, which <laughs> is super unfortunate. <laughs> I would still be unhappy and bitter about that. So now look at them, best friends. Marlon and Humphrey and 
ride Adele, best the friend. Super Bowl. Best yeah. Super Just going to ride off into the sunset. This did feel like it was a lot of money for Odell. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. Did they overpay? Yeah. Was this just, I mean, how do you, what do you think about the money of it all? Look, the wide receiver market just didn't come to, to fruition in the free agency game like it did last year. But last year, we sat in these very chairs and Christian Kirk signed a four-year, $72 yeah. million dollar deal and everyone belly ached and moaned. It wasn't our money, it was Shad Khan's money. And Christian Kirk earned every penny of that. Odell obviously had other choices. There were other teams involved. No one was coming close to this number. So at the end of the day, I, I think when I'd say that he's getting more money than any other free agent wide receiver this season, he didn't play last year. I am surprised at the number being that high. But again, it's Steve Bashotti's number money, mm-hmm. not mine. And for the Ravens, it's it's the money that they were going to spend on some sort of receiver at some point. They couldn't go into the season with this. So they get Odell Beckham. They get some star power. And I honestly think, and this is where we go back to your point, Kyle, I honestly think Odell is almost like a carrot for Lamar. And mm-hmm. like, hey, th- look, you can't complain that we don't support you. We got this great one. Now you add him to an offense that already has Andrews. We like Bateman's potential. And, of course, you know, the running back room and the running game has always been solid. I don't know. I feel like this was, yes, the money, but you're paying on top of the money kind of to give Lamar yeah. the nudge and say, like, hey, like, look, we've got someone for it. And to it. Kyle, to your point, what you've always said all along is we don't know what Lamar's asking for. We've no continued idea. to say, oh, we all he, just guess. he wants this, he wants that. Maybe part of what he wanted was a weapon on the Super. outside. And maybe it was a guy like Odell, a veteran to bring in the room. There weren't many receivers on the free agent market. So to that point, mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster, Jacoby Myers, there wasn't a lot of guys. Odell, from experience-wise, of actually having career years of over a thousand yards, multiple touchdowns was probably the best bet. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we haven't seen him in like, the entire season. I thought he was going to end up with the Rams. I didn't say it. On really? The show. Yeah. Because I, I, I know he talks a lot with those guys, mm-hmm. and he's in LA, and I know that he and Cup have a great relationship. And I figured the market was just going to be dry. And at the end of the day, Odell would take a ten to twelve million dollar deal with the Rams. I really underestimated the power of him waiting for a real yeah. big ticket. I, and also the power of the agent being able to get him that much money. He's not a Ram. He's going to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. See, I love when Peter is surprised by news. Yeah. Like this really this was. means it was quite a headline. Good call. And, and it was. Good call. Good call. It is time to play a little round of buy-in or keep on trying. So at an event on Friday, General Manager Joe Douglas was asked by former Jet Boomer Sison if Rodgers will be in New York next season. Aaron Rodgers! What's he coming? Awesome. This is great. Hell was yeah. that like a little like Frank the Tank in the background that we were getting? Okay, <laughs> buying or keep trying. Aaron Rodgers will be a member of the Jets by the opening night of the NFL Draft on uh-huh. Thursday, April 27th. I'm going to go with keep trying wow. by the draft, but I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers will become a Jet during the draft. So it won't happen beforehand. I'm going to say during the draft, we're going to have the sound where it comes on is going to be the New York Jets have made a trade with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers will finally become a New York Jet. But shout out to Joe Douglas at the event, just like the hell with it. Rodgers is on his way. Deal's not done. GM just guaranteeing Aaron Rodgers is going to be in a Jets uniform. I'm, I'm here for that. A lot to like from this event, okay? It was Boomer and Geo who we're friends with. We love those guys over there on CBS and WFAN. 
Joe Douglas shows up. It's in Jersey City. He doesn't have to show up to this thing. Could be to say, hey, this is the biggest story in sports. I'm not going to attend. <laughs> Coming. You've got uh, their updates guy, Peter Schwartz, was getting just, just dumped with a, a vat of ranch dressing while everyone was going nuts in the crowd. What? Really? This was a great, like, was awesome. classic morning talk radio, like, live event. Kyle, you've probably been to a hundred of these. Yeah, like, you go to the wing bar and off Topanga, uh, exit three off the like freeway. Petros and Money are, yeah, like, doing a show yeah. live from Come PJs. on by. It's uh, half-off apps. Like, exactly. that's, that's the best. You're not living until awesome. you do Wing Bowl. And wing there you Bowl go. in Philly, you know it. Like, yeah. it is a thing. And they got Douglas to say that. Now, am I behind or trying? I also am going to say keep trying. I just feel like both sides are very far apart mm-hmm. right now. This thing will get done. But I think they both assume that until we get to a certain point where, you know, what's the actual deadline here? The draft is an arbitrary date. If we both know he's eventually going to go to you, mm-hmm. I think they'd like to get it done today. But they're both still way too far apart. So Joe Douglas can say that with confidence. Yes, he's going to be a Jet, but I've been hearing that for a month. I still think there's a lot to be hammered out here, and until one side budges, I I don't see the deadline of the draft necessarily being that deadline. Uh, I'm going to say keep trying on this, too. I don't think it's – I think before the – when the draft starts, I think he will not be Mm -hmm. a Jet. Rodgers and the draft are inexorably linked for somehow. (laughs) Draft day even. Even a couple years ago, all the reports came out about he didn't want to be in Green Bay on draft day. Jordan Love, Alex Smith. There's something in the the waters about the draft and Rodgers, and I think we will start the draft and he will be a Packer. I think we end it, it will be a Jet. And Joe Douglas will come out and say, what? He's going to be here! Do we have T-shirts yet? Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. He's going to be here. here. You know, I would love for this to get done, you know, maybe like some point this afternoon or tonight. And then we'll talk about it tomorrow morning. (laughs) But I'm going to sweep this and say keep trying. Because every day I wake up, I'm like, what is the news with Lamar and Aaron Rodgers? (laughs) And just like rinse and repeat. And I'm getting really tired of it because I don't like repeating the same things every Mm -hmm. day. Routine makes Mm -hmm. me a little crazy, even though it's supposed to help. Um, You're going to fit in your wolf. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. So, I need I need it to happen. I really want to see Garrett Wilson develop. I want to see this official so then we can really talk about it instead of going back and forth with yeah. this. Well, you know, like he will be there, obviously. So now let's just evaluate the team with him. But like you, what is going on? What is the holdup? Let's do it before the draft. So yeah, then teams can you. move on and everyone. I think let's go to Odell to Baltimore. I don't think we could the ecosystem could stand him and with the Jets. Like it just it beats just too yeah. much. Well, we did get some news last night with Odell Beckham yeah. Jr., which we will talk about coming up. He is a Raven now, so how should Lamar Jackson be feeling at this point? We are going to game it all out, talk it all out, figure out what the situation is. Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back, everybody. It is Monday. Of course, there's always a slew of topics to discuss from the weekend. We're catching up on things. So we're putting together another edition of Monday Mishmash. Um, That is difficult to say, and I was worried about it all night. So let's start it off, guys. When asked about running back Brees Hall's recovery from a torn ACL, Jets head coach Robert Sala said, Brees looks fantastic. Which player returning from injury are you most excited to see play in 2023? I'm, ex- I'm excited about the return of Jamal Adams mm. to the Seattle Seahawks. It's been Seahawks. a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. They had this amazing resurgent year, and Adams was not a part of the action on the field. We have to go all the way back to 2021, where Jamal Adams was really blowing dudes up. But between Quandre Diggs and Tariq Woolen and, of course, Kobe Bryant, the other corner, they've got one of the most uh, elu- exclusive and, I'm sorry, uh, explosive yeah. defensive backfields. And they added Julian Love also. So Jamal Adams, to me, is a linebacker. He's a safety. He's everything you want him to be. And now to not have the burden of, oh, look what they traded for him. And then, then, then. Was a lot. guess what? Mm-hmm. He's still the Seahawks. It was a ton. But now he can just go play football. They've already already completely rebuilt. And you know what? Now they say, look what they got back for Russell Wilson. And then the conversation's already changed. So I'm saying Jamal Adams. I miss him on the field. That yeah. guy's a huge personality. Like One of my favorite hitters in the league. Yeah, yeah. He'll blow people up. I'm staying in the defensive backfield. I'm going with J.C. Jackson, a member of the L.A. Chargers. Signed there. Come Coming over from New England, dislocated his kneecap, signed a huge deal, struggled last season. He has been putting in work, is in the Chargers building, grinding each and every day. I'm excited to see what this kid comes back and how he plays this upcoming season. This is a guy who went undrafted to New England, made himself into a player, got paid. He's used to going against adversity. He's used to fighting back. So I want to see J.C. Jackson mm. this upcoming season and what he looks like on the field for the Chargers. I had a Sports Illustrated cover on my wall in high school with Ken Griffey Jr. in the just said the natural. Like, mm. baseball is just so easy he doesn't even have to try. I want to see Brock Purdy. Is Brock Purdy the natural? Mm. He made football look really, really easy. This, he's just this guy who's like, yeah, 
NFL, I thought it was going to be a little bit harder personally. I just showed up. I never lose. I never look terrible. I outplay proven quarterbacks in the playoffs. And then I get hurt. We don't know what. I want to see what this guy's got. What if he comes back and he's healthy and he starts week one and they start 6-0 and and he's like, yeah, 13 touchdowns, one interception. Like, this, I, I've mastered the NFL. I'm the natural. He was incredible what he did last year. I want to see more of it. Colleen? Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. Okay, so I went with a little bit of a deeper cut, but it's because I was in Denver last year in Inglewood, Colorado for training camp right before Tim Patrick mm. tore his ACL. Mm. And I was so excited about the wide receivers there with Russell Wilson, and it was the whole bit. Yeah. And Tim Patrick was one of the guys that I, that I was like, this is, I'm getting in on this early. He's my breakout guy for this year. And then everything came crumbling down. And the team also thought that he was going to be a breakout player. This guy's undrafted. 2017. I mean, he got a three-year extension in 2021. Mm-hmm. So they thought they have big things in mind for him. He's been cleared to do everything post that ACL tear. And now they have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. He's dealing with another injury right now. So Tim Patrick, a healthy Tim Patrick, yeah. is going to be so let's important roll. for that offense. Let's ride. Dolphins wide receiver Braxton Berrios has high praise for his new team teammates calling Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell truly one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. So who is your favorite receiving duo in NFL history? I like guys that bring personality to Mm. the field as well. And I'm going to go with Chad Ochocinco, also known as Chad Johnson, Mm. TJ Hushmanzada. I love these two in Cincinnati. And I feel like they get forgotten when we go through the list of great wide receiver duos. Remember, the Bengals were this moribund franchise for 15 years. Absolute joke of the league. And then all of a sudden, Carson Palmer and John Kitna come on in and they find these two guys. Now, the beautiful part about this is they were college teammates, too, at Oregon State. All places. Then they go to the Bengals. (laughs) And they both find uh, Excel, and they were not first-round picks. I'm going with Ocho and 84, TJ Hushmanzada. That's my number one favorite. Can you give some love to Rudy Johnson on the back? Rudy Johnson, great running back. R-U-D-I Rudy. Great running back. (laughs) I like Rudy. What do you got, Jay? Fun times. I'm going the greatest show on turf, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. This is a point in my childhood where you're watching football, and these guys are playing on this turf, this carpet, and they're wearing, wearing the coolest sneakers that, as a kid, we all want it and Kurt Warner is back there and just throwing the ball all around the field it made football extremely fun to watch you felt like you were watching a basketball game up and down the field and on top of that they had these really cool jerseys that ended up coming out the the navy blue from the royal Mm. blue so being able to watch these guys it was just a ton of fun and just seeing Kurt Warner throw it from left to right Bruce Holt both of these guys going over 1,000 yard seasons and ultimately winning the Super Bowl. Love it. Can't beat it. And we, got, we have to shout out Asakim, of course, as the third. Ricky Prohl, the fourth. Ricky Prohl. Pro. It's incredible. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And my duo is I like them to be as different as actually possible. It doesn't matter if it's comedic duos or Penn and Teller or if it's tag teams or if it's presidential tickets. I just like two are wildly different. Mm-hmm. I submit to you there has never been a wide receiver tandem where two people are more different than Keyshawn Johnson and Wayne Corbett on wow. the New York Jets. I don't think it's possible. You have a number one overall pick from USC to an undrafted guy from Hofstra. It's just that they could not be more different personality-wise, uh, game-wise, image-wise, anything-wise. Same draft class. Same draft class. Peter, same draft class. 
Keyshawn has a book called Give Me the Damn Ball. Corbett would be like, I just want to run down on kickoffs. Corbett uh, was, of course, if you know the film Elf, that is the, what Buddy's brother wears. It's the jersey. Just an incredible thing. Keyshawn and Corbett, I used to play with them in Madden on N64. Love them. Could not possibly be more different. If you can think of a tandem that is more different from those yeah, two, please tweet us. Duo. I don't know yeah. if you can do it. I don't know. Uh, my duo is pretty good. This was very easy for me mm -hmm. to pick. These two, they made such a mark on me as a young football fan. They played so well together, always on the field, making each other better. It felt like they were just inseparable. Freddie Mitchell and his hands. And, yeah, I mean, right. these two together just made sweet, beautiful football music. Fourth and 26 right here. A huge game in Philadelphia history. Fourth quarter against the Packers in the playoffs. And Fred X comes up huge. And I just thought it was a class move when he took time during his press conference yeah. to thank his partner. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I'm a special player, you know, and uh, players like myself, you know, uh, take advantage of every opportunity because he doesn't get much, you know. Just want to thank my hands for being so great and... Uh, <laughs> doesn't laugh. It's, it's <laughs> so good. I love you, Freddie. I just needed to see it. All right, great stuff, Fred X. Guys, it is time for another edition of Next Gen Chat. Let's go! Where we get to know the next generation of NFL stars in just a few questions. So, our next guest is a safety out of the University of Notre Dame. Let's welcome everybody, Brandon Let's Joseph. go, Brandon! Wake up the echoes! Great to see your face this morning. So, you're from College Station, Texas, and then you played at Northwestern for three seasons before transferring to Notre Dame. So, how did you not end up at AM? Take us through your journey here. Yeah, it's crazy going all the way up to Chicago, being from Texas. You know, I grew up in College Station, so Texas AM was always in my backyard. My mom actually graduated from there, so I've always been a Texas AM fan, but I've never been afraid of a challenge. Uh, so, to come all the way over to Chicago uh, and be at Northwestern for a few years and then ultimately end up in Notre Dame. I think it's just always been a challenge for me that I've been willing to take. And so to just be away from home, it's been great for me. Uh, I've been super excited with my journey so far. Excited to see where it goes next. It's been super exciting to watch you, man. You really are a hell of a player. Can't wait to watch you on Sundays. I'm going to throw you a curveball here. I'm going to ask you about a movie that came out before you were born. There's a movie called Rudy about Notre Dame football that I love and a lot of people love. But then there's a lot of people who can't stand Rudy. Like there's a whole army out there that's anti-Rudy. I don't like him. But I'd like to know your thoughts. Have you seen the film? And and talk to critics of the movie Rudy about maybe why they're wrong. Yeah, I mean, it was honestly insane. I kind of got put on Rudy when I got to Notre Dame and I watched it and I'm like, wow, they make, it's a movie about this place. Like, it's a movie about the culture in Notre Dame, what yeah. Notre Dame really means uh, to the country, that there can literally be a movie about it, about the national brand of it. And I'm a Rudy fan. Like I said, I kind of, I got put yes. on the movie when I got there and I was just shell-shocked just being like, well, I'm watching a movie about where I'm walking around on campus, the stadium I'm about to play in. So I just think it was, it was honestly sweet. Hell yeah. yes, it's sweet. It's great, Jeter. Great gif or gif or meme of just go like this. Just oh, so stuff. proud. Yeah, mm -hmm. just so proud of his guys mm -hmm. out there. And that was how we feel. Um, Marcus Freeman was a first-year coach for Notre Dame. I got to meet him at the draft last year. I thought he was outstanding. You got to go in in your first year at Notre Dame and his first year there. What was it like to learn on the fly from a first-year coach? And how do you think the Notre Dame Fighting Irish are going to be with him under center or him under the headset, obviously, as the head coach moving forward? Yes, sir. Like you said, it was both of our first years. As soon as I was in the portal, uh, Coach Freeman was one of the first people to, to hit my phone and call me. So uh, it, was, it was an honor playing for him in his first year there. The, the culture that they got over there at Notre Dame, it's what they with Coach Freeman now, he's just going to continue to excel and continue to push that culture of excellence. The, the standard is excellence there. And for us to, for me to play under Coach Freeman and to just feel the 
the culture that Notre Dame has and what they should be there with them. I'm I'm super excited to see what he does there over the next few years. He's, he's going to be one of the best college football coaches. Brandon, it's cool as hell to hear you talk about the tradition at Notre Dame and talk about the Rudy movie. Of course, Rudy would have never really played out there on the football field. I'm not a fan. Uh, <laughs> Jason just, doesn't like it. Just a good movie. He's got a lot of notes. Rudy's not lining up next to you to go make a play out there. But as you look at kind of the recent history of Notre Dame safeties coming into the league, what does it mean to you? Obviously, Kyle Hamilton went in the first round last year, but then you also have Julian Love. You have Aloe Gilman. All of these guys out there playing. You're the guy who's next in line. What does it mean to kind of be an Irish safety now going into the NFL? It's huge, man. I take a lot of pride in it. Uh, to be one of these next best safeties coming out of Notre Dame. It's just a, it's just a, something I want to keep going, making sure that that safety line is, is held up to the standard of excellence. Like I said, when I got there with Coach Freeman, there's a standard uh, that they have at Notre Dame. And for me to jump into that and hold intelligence, my intelligence of the game, all these Safeties are extremely smart and just able to make sure that we know what we're doing at all time and just continue to be the best. So uh, super excited to be talked about alongside some of these great safeties that's been at Notre Dame. And hopefully I can make my name for myself just like they did. Oh, you're absolutely going to do that. Love Brandon, it. we cannot wait to watch you play. We can't wait to see where you land. We're so excited for your whole journey coming up. Thanks again for spending some time with us live from South Bend right now. Brandon Joseph <laughs> on Thanks, the Brandon. show. Take Thanks, care, buddy. It, man. Good luck. See you later, Thank man. You Take so care. Much. Enjoy Thanks this. Well, that's, that's a great guy. Fighting Irish Northwestern guys. That's a leader. Mm -hmm. Jason's going to apologize to Rudy Nation after this. <laughs> they're, they're sensitive. Never. Uh, has anyone ever drafted better than the Seahawks over the last few years? Peter, tell us what's coming. I'm going to give you a look at the man at the, at the controls. We're going to deep dive on John Schneider. Okay. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> 
Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. About 20 days from the draft. It's time for a new segment here on Good Morning Football. We're calling it The Decision Makers. Because we do these mock drafts and we have these conversations, but we forget there's a human element to it. There are people who make the decisions and they have histories too. We're going to go through some of the decision makers at the controls for some of the teams who control the NFL draft in 2023. We're going to start off with the owner of the number five and 20 pick in the first round. He's entering his 14th season as general manager of the Seattle Seahawks. His name is John Schneider. Yes, sir. Let's get to know John Schneider a little bit and maybe help give us some information on who he might be drafting with that fifth overall pick. He's 51 years old. He's been the Seahawks GM since 2010. And before that was with the Packers Mm. from 2002 to 2009. Two organizations, Packers and Seahawks. Those were his two main things that a stint with the Redskins. That is John Schneider in a nutshell there as a career but he's been with Seahawks since 2010, so you're saying, wow, who is he taking? They don't have a ton of first-round picks that really stand out, but they have a ton of superstars. <laughs> this is the guy who, in his second year as GM, said, yeah, let's go get Russell Wilson in the third round. Russell Wilson, of course, went on to have nine Pro Bowl appearances in 10 years as a Seattle Seahawk. It's the same guy who said in that same draft a round earlier, Let's go with the guy to Utah State, who would be a six-time first-team All-Pro. How about him being the guy who selected Bobby Wagner in the second round? Skins on the, the wall, 2012 Peter. draft. Sure is. All right, Bobby Wagner, of course, has returned to Seattle, and he's on a one-year, seven million dollar deal. Seattle Seahawk legend Bobby Wagner, drafted by John Schneider. All right, how about in Schneider's first draft with the team? Took a safety in the fifth round, who would go on to be a four-time Pro Bowl selection, one of the hardest oh, hitters in the man. history of the game. At least one forced fumble in each of eight NFL seasons. How about Camp Chancellor? Camp Chancellor, a legend, drafted in John Schneider's inaugural draft as a Seattle Seahawks general manager. How about the year after that? Fifth round pick, a guy out of Stanford who played wide receiver. That would be, oh, I don't know. How about Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman, drafted in the fifth round, potential pro football Hall of Famer, one of the top corners of his generation, drafted in the fifth round by John Schneider. Then let's go to 2019. 2019 second round. I would say that this is one of the best players in the game today. It's wide receiver DK Metcalf. Metcalf, of course, was the seventh wide receiver selected in his draft class. Might be one of the best wide receivers in the sport today. Again, John Schneider is the one who drafted him. Mm -hmm. Not a first-round pick, but find him chasing down Buda Baker. He's the same guy who is now making huge plays every week for the Seattle Seahawks. Here are just some notable players drafted by John Schneider. So how do we use this as clues to who he might take with the fifth overall pick? Well, first of all, let's note that in 13 drafts as the Seattle Seahawks general manager, John Schneider has traded back in 10 of them. Okay, in 13 drafts has traded back in 10 of them. Use that as knowledge when they have the fifth overall pick from the Russell Wilson trade. 
that is a prime spot for the Seahawks to potentially trade back and get more late, ram late round talent because that is where they excel. Okay. Check out this one right here. Four starters on the team right now are selected in the 2022 NFL Draft, but even more than that, there are guys who played roles. Think about it. Both starting tackles right now were selected in last year's draft. The ninth overall pick in Charles Cross and, of course, Abraham Lucas. Their running back, Kenneth Walker, was a third-round pick. They've got Tariq Woolen, who was taken on day three. They've got Kobe Bryant, who was taken on day three. They've got uh, Boye Mafe coming off the edge. He was taken on day two. Here's what I'm saying. You've got John Schneider here. He's got the fifth and the 20th overall pick. You've got a draft where teams are trying to jockey to get up up top to get a quarterback. They might take one at five. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Anthony Richardson would look really good behind Geno Smith in Seattle. But I do think that is a prime place for this man to trade back, collect more picks, and get more value in the later rounds. That's John Schneider. Guys, what do you think at the table? Jason McCordy. So cool when you look at it. You talked about 2010 Cam Chance. I mean, he used to knock guards on there, but we also <laughs> drafted Earl Thomas. And that next year, Sherman and Byron Maxwell as well. And you think about the Legion of Boom, these guys being drafted there, cultivated. So cool and obviously speaks to his work. Again, big guy to look at when you're trading back in late round value, John Five Schneider. Three. Let's get to know the decision makers we'll mm. do it throughout the next few weeks. Love it. Great job. Good job, Peter. Thank you. All right, now I feel like I really know him, which is great. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 